0: What's happening, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to this installment of the Girls Got Game podcast. My name is Joe Butter. I'm your host, your solo host still. Uh, thank you for coming back. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks. I know it feels like Girls Got Game came back and went. However, uh, there was no full slated, you know, week long DFS contest the last couple of weeks. They just did showdowns because the last two events were three day tournaments. So I guess for some reason they didn't want to run out. Um, you know, full standard contest for those weeks. Uh, so they just gave us a couple showdowns. I don't like showdown. Um, kind of hard to really do a podcast about showdown contest. So I just didn't do it. Um, tried to play two weeks ago um, for the, the Walmart championship. Didn't do very well. Last week, I just neglected the entire thing, uh, DFS-wise. So anyways, we're back now. The uh, DraftKings has given us, some extremely small contests, so we need to fill it up. Let's get these contests back up to where they're supposed to be and make it worth our while because as of right now, uh I don't know. I mean, it should be easier to win uh because it's a much smaller contest. It's the $15 uh, resurgence. It's a $1,000 to first. I think it's only like 240 total entries. Um As of right now, I mean, the tournament starts in, you know, 36 hours, they only got 40 entries filled. So, even with 240 uh, spots, there uh, still could be some overlay. We'll see. Uh, but I, I got my spots in it. Lineups created a few. Not finalized yet, but I've created a few. And I got to say, the pricing this week is soft. Soft. It is easy, easy to make a lineup. It is easy to get Nelly Corda in your roster. It is easy. To pack in, you know, three nine K women, if you'd want to. So it's going to be interesting. Ownership, I mean, there's no really way to project ownership for LPJ. I mean, we have guesses. We know who is generally high owned, but with the pricing the way it is this week, it's going to be interesting because I think we're going to see some some outrageous ownerships on some of these uh, some of these players, especially in the seven K. The seven K range is just blasphemous, in my opinion. Um, so it was an nine k range to be to be perfectly honest with you. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, so we are in New Jersey for the Cognizant Founders Cup. Uh, it's being played at Mountain Ridge Country Club, which is par seventy two. Uh, they've been playing here for this is now the tenth year. I uh, didn't play last year, so the last event uh, they held was twenty nineteen, which was won by Jin Young Ko, who also happens to be probably the hottest girl on the planet right now uh golf golf wise. Um she's definitely playing the best out of anybody right now. Nellie hasn't played since uh the Solheim Cup. Solheim Cup. We haven't seen her since then. Uh so obviously she might have something to say about that. She was definitely the best player of you know the season leading up to that event. So we'll see what she's been doing this past month. Um, winners are kind of a, a mixture of Girls with some power, girls with incredible short games, and it's it seems to bring out the best. Um the past nine champions are a bunch of who's who of, you know, the game's best players. Uh Jin ko MB Park, Anna Norquist, se Young Kim, Hyoju Kim, Kari Webb won twice, Stacey Lewis, and Yanni Sang. I mean, it's it's a who's who of, you know, who was in the top five in the world at that point. It really is what it was. Um doesn't seem like it favors any particular skill set just appears to bring out the best players in the world um scoring is outrageously low and for all the pga counterparts that are looking forward to the shriners uh, children's open scoring is going to be low across golf this week uh we could see a combined champion total of minus 50 or better between these two events um say young kim got it up to minor or got it down to minus 27 on uh, 2016 22 won it last time around nordquist got up to 25 um they they get they get low in this event so it's going to be fun we need we need birdie makers we need girls that are going to go out we want we want a little bit of volatility we want someone that's going to go out and make a bunch of birdies because that's seemingly what it's going to take anyway if you're new to the girls got game podcast i do like to make these fairly quick now because the first go around things didn't go as smoothly so make these a little bit quick so the editing's a little bit easier. If I do any, sometimes I don't do any. So bear with me if there's some awkward pauses. But anyway, let's get right into it. This is a par 72, uh, 6,600 yards. I looked at, so we don't get as much info as we get, you know, with the men. So I I, I just basically went on the, the club's website and did a virtual tour of the golf course. Looks very, very straightforward. Every hole is just right in front of you. There's no dog legs. Doesn't look like there's any blind shots. It's just every hole seems virtually straight. There's bunkers that line the fairway that seem to be placed in landing areas, is what I'm guessing. I mean, it's hard to judge on a picture, but it looks like they they tried to strategically place the fairway bunkers in, you know, the the general landing area to where the fairway narrows a little bit. Um, But generally speaking, for the women, it doesn't really come into play as much because they are much, much, much more accurate off the tee than the men are. So it shouldn't be as big of a deal for most of them, especially your top-tier players. And there's water that comes into play on four holes, two of which are what looks like streams that are about three feet wide uh, that run along the fairway, um, run parallel to the fairway. So as long as you don't hit it that direction you' you're pretty much good it's not you know it don't that doesn't cross the fairway there's two holes where it's actually in to five irons from 180 so uh, you know a miss, a miss hit could end up in the water on that hole but for the most part it's a straightforward course. Not a whole lot of areas to miss. The, the fairways don't appear to be tree lined, so even if you hit it in the rough, it doesn't seem like it's going to be too much of a penalty. Hit greens, make putts. You're going to play well. You're going to score well. That's what we need. All right. So I'm going to get into the to the tiers. So what I'm going to do is I'm basically just going to throw out say 15 to 20 names that I like. Um, I'm not going to name every player in. You know the the price ranges maybe the top few where there's not that many players, uh, but like the 7K range, the 6K range, I'm not going to name everybody. Just, you know, who jumps out at me. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, the 10K and above, we only got four, so we'll start there. Uh, topped off with Nelly Corda, number one player in the world at 11-2. Uh, Jin Young-Ko, who's, like I said, been running hot lately, uh, won a couple weeks ago at 11 even. Minji Lee, 10-5, and hyo Kim at 10-2. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I am starting virtually every single lineup I have with Nellie. She is the best player in the world. She has been the best player in the world for eight months, like consistently. If you guys caught the Justin Ray article, um, Golf Digest. I'm not sure which uh, publishing group he's with, uh, but he's a mainstay on Twitter. He's a stat Guru, if you are interested in golf stats, give him a follow on Twitter. I don't know his handle, but Justin Ray, uh, it's in- incredible what he comes up with. Basically, they started tracking strokes gained, um, going back to I think March. Um, and she's far and away the best player, um, gaining about a half a stroke better per round than the next closest player. Just absurd numbers that she's putting up, and it doesn't There's nothing that's shown like the Solheim Cup. She did not look good. I'll be honest with you. She looked very poor, uh, was not crisp. I don't think she won any matches. Maybe your singles match. I think she won, but nothing in the in the groups. It just she didn't look like the Nelly quarter that we had seen. But to be honest with you, before, you know, three weeks ago, that's what we've come to expect with USA Ryder Cup golf or uh, USA, you know, team golf. Regardless, Ryder Cup, President's Cup. Solheim Cup, it doesn't matter. They don't know how to play this team. They don't know how to make putts. The U.S. men a few weeks ago in the Ryder Cup changed that uh, changed that tune for three days. We'll see if they can continue in moving forward. But for three days, they were the ones making the putts. They were the ones playing together as a, as a pair and just dominating everything that came their way. The women didn't look that way. The women I didn't think were going to lose to the European team in the Solheim Cup. They looked bad. I mean, Nellie Corda is the best player on on planet Earth, and she looked bad. She had a month off. She was the best player in the world leading up to that. Let's see if she gets back to it. On a course where you want somebody that makes birdies, Nellie Korda makes birdies. Nellie Korda is long. She is accurate. She can putt. She's, I mean, she's got it all. There's a reason why she's won three times this year with a major, and there's a reason why she's priced where she is. I'm playing her. Um, Jin Young-Ko. I don't. I don't know how long. Are, how long are we gonna ride this wave? I mean, I know that she's capable of it. I mean, she did it last year. Like she can go on these runs where she wins. You know, three of six, and top fives in the other three. She can do it, but yeah, I mean, is she gonna win again? I don't. I don't know. This field is seemingly a lot more difficult than than the last couple fields that she's you know performed really well in, and and won in. I don't know if I'm going to do it just because I mean I'm going to pay the extra 200 bucks and, and take Nelly Corda who, in my opinion, has a floor of of top ten. Like I don't I don't see her finishing outside of the top ten, especially in a birdie fest type of golf course. I mean, there's not many people that can make birdies at the rate that she can without making mistakes. Um, and the other two, frankly, the 9K range is loaded. The the 7K range is loaded. So my plan is to. Start Nelly, find a nine k'er, and then stock up on sevens and call today. I'm not even gonna touch the sixes. I think I made five lineups. I think I have one player that's like six nine. Everything else, I'm just living in the sevens and the nines and tens. That's all we gotta do. All right, so I'm just gonna jump right down to the nines. Um, I'll I'll give you these ones because there's not very many. Brooke Henderson nine nine, M B Park nine seven, Patty Tabata nine five, Say Young Kim nine four only Lee six nine three Yukasaso nine two, Lexi nine one Nasa Hataoka nine even. This range is baffling. Um, Mb Park at nine seven. I don't understand that. Yukasaso at nine two. I don't understand that. Those are the two big ones to me that jump out, and I'm playing them a ton. And and Patty is just, I mean, when I when I started doing Girls Got Game back in whatever it was March uh or february whenever the tournament of champions was i I didn't have a favorite player uh lpga was something new to me so i said i need to get a favorite player i need someone that i can kind of really root for beyond you know my gambling interests. and leading up to the ana inspiration patty tavitanic it was just so much fun to watch she was the the up-and-comer that not many people were talking about because you know she wasn't american she came over from Thailand and her game was just so good. There was a, one of the tournaments leading up to the ANA, she was in the final group. It was the, I think it was the tournament that Nellie Corda won. the first event she won. Um, don't remember what it was called the game bridge. It might've been game bridge LPGA. Um, she was in the final group with Nellie Corda and looked over, looked overmatched. She looked outmatched by Nellie Corda. ended up, I think she finished in fifth. Um, she was the, I think she was tied for the lead going into the final round or one back. Um, didn't play that great, but just that week watching her play, I was just like, yeah, that's it. She's the one. She's the one I'm going to follow. The a a inspiration dropped a bet on her at 180 to one dominated that event. Won it, took down that, that little, uh, chunk of change. And then just been following ever since. So I'm playing her every week. Nine, five seems more than reasonable, reasonable in this field and she's got the game she's one of the best putters on tour um she's long and when she gets going like we saw at um the a a she can get it rolling and when she's got her a game i'll be honest with you nelly corda maybe mb park really the only ones that can keep up and mb park can only do it with a putter um so I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'm not gonna play her in every lineup because she's a little bit more volatile than some of the other players in this in this price range. But with her ability to make birdies, her putting, her her distance off the tee, which could be uh, an advantage here because it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of areas to to get in trouble. So just hit it as far as you can and, and try to have as many you know short irons into these greens and and just stuff them and make birds. So I'm playing her. The MB Park is just black it's just, I don't understand why she's priced where she is. Um, she's excellent. She finished runner up last week. She's made all 14 cuts, lowest average score on tour. Um, Anybody not named Nellie Corda, And she's just, she's won here before, which she's pretty much won everywhere at this point. I think she has like 30 something wins. She's won at most courses at this point, but, I just don't understand why she's a nine-seven, and it and I'll I'll tell you right now, it is very easy to to stack her and and Nelly, very easy. I've done it a few times, and I I didn't even have to go into the sixth case. So it's just, blasphemy to me that she's priced where she is. Smash play. Uh, Yukasasa is the other one here that I love. It's just nine-two for someone with her ability and. Her dominant style of play when she gets it going, easy, easy to me. Her she has eight out of her last night event. She finished top twenty-one. She has one twenty-first place finish. So basically, top twenty and eight of the last nine, and the other one was a thirty-nine. So nothing outside the top forty. No miscuts. Just absurd. It's absurd, and she's priced at nine-two below people that really don't have um you can't say they don't have win equity because they've all won more than she has, but they don't have her raw ability. They just don't. I mean she's got a a very Rory McElroy like game. That's the one that everybody compares it to. That's the swing that she envisioned when she, you know, came up with the swing that she's got. And it's their their style of play is, is strikingly similar which if you follow men's golf, Rory McIlroy is on a little bit of a slumpy type of play right now, but can win at any time, at any place, and can win by five at any time, at any place. Yuki Sasso has that ability. She can win by five anywhere, any week. It's just put it together. And at that price, it's worth the risk. Birdie Fest, she can make birdies. She can make a ton of birdies. All right, let's go into the eights. I'm not going to read them off um, this one because I'm not a huge fan of this group. And judging by the fact that I'm going to basically grab two players above 9-2, I kind of need to skip this range for the most part, considering I don't want to go down into into the sixes. Really, there's one play in this range that I like, and that's Leona McGuire. She's another one of the players that I just play every week because she's always right there. Always in the last nine events, she's finished in the top 15, seven times, seven of nine. And the other two were a T 34 and a T 23. So you want consistency. You got it right there at eight, five. She doesn't have any win equity. She hasn't won yet, but look, she dominated the Solheim cup, she was the best player on the course that week. And every other week she's, she's, she's right there competing, contending for a a win. That win is going to come real soon it can come this week there's no no doubt about it that it can come this week she isn't a great putter if she gets if she gets the the irons rolling she can she can make a move all right let's get into the sevens um like I said there's a lot here that I like Jessica Corda at seven seven I say that with a deep sigh because. If anybody follows me on Twitter, I know I don't have very many followers, but if you happen to catch any of my tweets, I mentioned at the Solheim Cup that I'm going to take a break from Jessica Corder because it is just so frustrating. Frustrating to watch her. To to put your gambling hopes on her back. But she is all the way down to $7,700. And that is way... Way too cheap. Way too cheap for someone with her ability to make birdies. And that's the big thing this week. She's long. She's not a great putter. But she's good enough. And one way or another, she figures out a way to make birdies. Her issue has been driving. Which, on this golf course, I don't think is that big of a concern. So, if you just let her swing away... And if she's hitting a pitching wedge out of the rough and, you know, you got NB Park hitting a six iron out of the fairway. Not, not really apples to apples there. You got the advantage with the pitching wedge. Obviously their putters are unequal. equal. So if MB Park's got a 25 footer for birdie and Jessica quarter's got a 12 footer for birdie, I probably have more faith in MB Park making her putt, but it's just too cheap. It's too cheap for her ability to make birdies. I mean, she was the runner up here last time out. So she knows how to play this golf course. And has had success here with without a win. Nellie Corder was also, she was a, a runner-up last time they tied for second. Um, so I, I love putting them both in the lineup. All right, 7-5. Mina Harrigay kind of had her coming out party um, at the Solheim Cup. She's been rolling, rolling, rolling. She hasn't missed a cut since April. 14 straight events without a missed cut. Um, didn't do too well last week, finishing T57, but before that 19, 20, 13, 5, 29, 2, 46, 10, just really outside of two mediocre weeks, top 20 every week, top 20 every week. If you give me a a guaranteed, basically a guaranteed top 20, let's see, what is that? That's seven out of 10. You give me a 70% chance that she's going to finish in the top 10 at or top 20 at $7,500. Lock it lock it in. If you gave me that if you gave me those odds for the men, that per that player would be 80% owned. At that price with that ability to finish in the top 20 and get up into, you know, the top 5, lock it in. Everybody would be playing that player and you got that right here and it's it's a lock. I mean, she's way too good to be priced this low. Arya Jitanagar, 7600. I mean, the win equity you're getting from a player at $7600 a player who's won this year, like not we're not talking about you know, a player who was you know a number one player in the world five years ago and hasn't done anything since. It's a player that was number one in the world five years ago and is still winning at seventy six hundred dollars. Yeah, sign me up. two top twenty fives in a row before that a miscut and then two top tens in a row. I mean, it's not like she's in bad form either. It's just I don't understand it. I, uh, Draftkings took too long of a break between these tournaments and they forgot how to price these women it's it's outrageous esther hensel henselet not really sure how to pronounce it uh 7300 german coming off a miscut so her ownership was growing up into you know the low teens coming off a miscut a couple weeks with no DraftKings, um that ownership might be deflated a little bit so if you get her under 10 sign me up before the miscut so her last five events, she has two miscuts. cuts. The other two events, a fifth, a seventh, and a twenty-fifth. So if you get past if you if she gets past the cut line, she's right there. And she's been playing very well. In her last ten events, she has six top twenty-five finishes, four top sevens. Um yeah, she's she's got that ability to contend. You're taking a little bit more of a risk where she might be priced a little bit more reasonably than, than the others in this range. I mean, but if she was sitting at 8100 I wouldn't blink an eye at it. I, I really wouldn't. Um, it's just she's too cheap. She's too cheap. We all need to be playing her. Um, it's outrageous. I don't really know what they were doing. Uh, who was the other one in here? Uh, jung Un Lee at 7000 Another one. She's just been playing really well. I mean, we saw her, you know, come runner-up at Portland. That was the last uh, DK contest they had. She she eagled 18 to, to tie for second, which almost propelled me to a GPP takedown. I ended up coming in fourth because Hannah Green could not get her head out of her behind. Um, but yeah, she's been playing really well. Uh, 34th two weeks ago, uh, the runner-up, and then 29th previously at the EVN. Now uh, the last major. So like at 7,000, you're giving me a player that's got three top 30 finishes and a runner up. Yeah. Sign me up. It's too easy. Um, it's too easy. I mean, I'm basically giving you my player pool in all honesty, frankly, because <laughs> I mean, I know that well, well, one, there's not a whole lot of options because there's only a 240 person contest. I'm not playing any other contests. I'm just playing the one main contest. It's just, there's, there's just not enough interest in the other ones are too small. So I'm basically giving basically giving you my player pool. If you want me to touch the sixes, um, there, there is a couple that I'm fairly interested in. Angel Yin at 6,800, not playing great coming off two straight made cuts, but before that, I mean, she was playing some pretty good golf. I'm not going to say great. She's priced at 6,800 for a reason, but. She's she's not bad and she's got the ability to get up there in top ten if she if she puts it together. She also has the ability to shoot, you know. Well, the cut here will probably be a couple under, so she has the ability to shoot two over and miss the cut, but she does have the ability to, to shoot minus 19 and finish, you know, T7. There's one other one. Sarah Kemp at 64 is very interesting if you really want to go stars and scrub. Um she's been playing well. She, I think she's a little bit too low uh, based on, you know, some of the other players around her. Um, But that's, you know, grasping. I'm I'm not going that low, frankly. I think I have, I don't think I've even used the $6,000 player yet in some of the lineups that I've built. I haven't finalized them yet, but I don't think I've used the $6,000 player yet a Lim Kim might be a little bit interesting to me. Uh, nope, she's 7,000. Sorry. That's about it. I mean, be honest with you, I'm not dipping down here. J-Marie Green had a good run, you know, a few weeks ago, then missed a couple cuts, and then I think she came top 10 last week. And, you know, she's sitting at 6,700. Yeah, she finished T7 last week after uh, missing three or four cuts. And then, you know, put it back together. So if you want, you know, to grasp at a straw, you know, 60, what did I say she was? $6,700. It's not a bad play at 67. But I'm not going much lower than, you know, Jungoon Lee at seven. It's just, you don't need to. You really don't. I got a lineup where I started Nelly Corda and Mb Park. So you're averaging at 10.5. You're sitting the rest of your roster is, you know, 7,400. And I can easily fit four 7k players in there it's just there's too many options down here so that's all i got this week uh i don't want to get i'm already at you know 27 minutes so i don't want to get too crazy too crazy for this Um, i'm gonna pull up the odds real quick and try to give you a couple of those I, i haven't really looked at the odds yet to be quite honest with you but I could look at them right now and give you a couple of tingly feels. Watching the end of the Yankees game here, I'm a I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a I'm a New York boy. It's been a while since we've been there, but that's where we hail from. So I'm a, a little down and out about getting smoked by by Boston. Um, pretty embarrassing. It wasn't even a competitive game. Um, all right, so looking at these odds, NB uh, Park at 18 to one jumps out of me. Yuka at 28 jumps out at me. Let's see. What else do we got down here? Jessica Cord at 50. I like that play. Hannah Green at 65. I like that. Oh, I didn't even get to her. Hannah Green was 7,500. Um, I skipped over that one. Way too cheap. Way too cheap for Hannah Green. I know she burned me a couple weeks ago, but it's that's abnormal for her to play that poorly. So. Um, that's about it for these that I like. I'll be honest with you. Mina Haragay65. I mean, that's kind of short for somebody who's never won before, but she's got the game. She's got the ability. They're, They're banking on the upside of it, and don't blame her. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see her win. All right. That's all I got for you. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys are playing. We need to fill this contest up because I really want to get some bigger ones. It's a lot more fun when we're playing, you know, six, seven hundred player contest and it's five thousand a first or even two thousand a first is is fine. Give me a ten dollar entry. That's two thousand dollars a first, not a fifteen dollar entry. That's one thousand. But I'll take what I can get. You know, what? don't fill it up. Don't fill it up. Let me only have to beat one hundred and sixty people instead of two hundred forty. Whatever you want to do. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Girls Got Game is back. I told you, I promised you we were going to stay last couple of weeks. I hope you stayed the course and you know patiently waited beyond those, those quirky three-day events that DraftKings didn't want to touch. But we're back. Girls Got Game is going nowhere. And thank you for tuning in. I really enjoy talking to you guys. We'll catch you next week.